Episode 5 of Batshit Crazy. I'm here with my co-host Spencer Pierce. Hello, hello. I'm We're coming I'm, to you live from Zoom because I'm a I lonely guy. Yep, I have left the uh, Connecticut area back to school in Boston. Super happy to be here. So looks like we'll be doing this over Zoom for the next few episodes. Um, and Pain. we're excited to get started. Spain yes. without the S yeah but at least at least we have zoom all right well this is a quick little a little thing but why don't we just talk about you know how we watched the bachelor this week because usually we watch it at your house when you're home you know we have fun shirley temples you know some fun desserts so um this week i was i was relegated to my own couch um i neither of my parents like like it or have ever really watched it so I was watching it and the amount of times that I heard my mom say this is so dumb or all this is scripted meanwhile this woman lives off of her TLC and Bravo shows like oh my god so I heard that um it was I don't know about you maybe it was because I wasn't with you but like it seemed like maybe the longest episode of all time Honestly, Spencer, every episode feels short to me because, especially with this uh, season, it's just so drama-filled. So I feel like I, I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, how is it already 9.45? And I feel like it goes by quickly. But yeah, so this week I watched with my roommate um, and we watched it a lot together when we were at school and it's a, just a fun Monday night activity. And um, we had quite a bit of a scramble beforehand. I actually lost my driver's license on the way back from Target. So at Olympia Rodrigo. Yeah, not sponsored. I lost my Um, driver's license this week. I should make a TikTok about that. Okay, gonna put that in my notes. Um, But yeah, so we, um, I lost my license at around like 7.01 and the bachelor starts at eight. And so we basically traced our way back from our dorm all the way to the west side of campus, like went to the Target, searched all over, almost got hit by train tracks because we were looking for it. Um, But eventually found it. My roommate found it on the ground at the bus stop near our dorm on the way back. And it was just such a thrill. And to, you know, even better top it off, we then enjoyed The Bachelor together in a dorm um it was super fun and we just had like a really good time um so unfortunately not the same experience as spencer um, (laughs) but i still had a really good time watching the show as always um but this was a crazy episode for sure so it felt super short i would agree i mean actually i would disagree i don't know why i said that i missed the diss part um okay so why don't we get into the episode um it was a little odd just because there was a lot going on we knew we knew that the girls were coming um we didn't really know when though if that makes sense um but basically pretty clear they were coming this episode actually no 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 that's i just kind of meant like in the in the episode right like at what point in the episode i mean i honestly like i thought it was pretty simple to figure out like i texted in our group chat like I think it's pretty clear that we're going to start off with the group date that didn't happen, you know, two weeks prior. 
and then we're gonna have a rose ceremony where the new girls come. I thought. Okay, so right, right. So you know, you actually know everything about the show. I forgot. I mean, I am pretty well versed, and I could figure it out for myself. But um. Okay. But yeah, right. it was a good. So I don't. I just won't give my opinion ever again. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Okay, I'm not saying that you can't give your opinion. I'm just saying that it was actually pretty easy to figure out how the show was gonna happen. But if you whatever. So anywho, um, the show starts um, with um, the group date that had, I guess, been modified because Sarah left and I guess Matt was like really sad about it, whatever. And so we didn't, as far as we know, we didn't get or see any type of like day portion of that group date. We definitely did get a new group of girls, mm -hmm. but we didn't see the day portion or if it even happened. Um, we only saw the night portion, which was kind of like that after cocktail party, right. um, which in my opinion, the only really memorable part of that was Chelsea getting the rose. Right. Queen, um, queen, queen, absolute Chelsea. queen. We stand so Chelsea since day one. She was the only girl my mom liked. Yeah. Well, Chelsea is the best, but it's so funny because um, for those listening, you might've heard us mention like we have a little league that we do. It's like a fantasy oh. league. And it's the, literally, this was the one week that all of us didn't put Chelsea on our team because she just hasn't really been getting a lot of airtime and stuff. And of course, the one time. I think she had zero. She the group date rose. Yeah, I didn't even look at the score recap. But the first time she gets a group date rose, like, she's not on any of our tough. teams, which was so, so annoying. The thing is, though, I mean, obviously, like, I don't know. You can definitely tell that you, the events of the past year have really prompted the producers to put in um you know things that would never have been in the show before so like chelsea talked about how her hair was really important to her and and black women everywhere and i just thought that was really cool and it reminded me of when ivan and taisha had talked on the bachelorette and um well i don't I think the producers like forced that conversation I that's think not that no but just... but they edited it into the show they could have omitted that but yeah, it's true. a but it's a it's an important thing that allows for representation in the show, yeah. and obviously it's I haven't a huge moment for the franchise. Obviously, I haven't watched Chelsea. you know too many seasons of the show, but I would say Ivan and Tasha that was probably the first conversation that I had ever seen in the show about something like that, and I think it just kind of paved the way, and now we're seeing especially with Matt as the first Black Bachelor, I think we're seeing a lot more conversations like that. And it's good um, because otherwise we're just kind of staring at a show that's filled with, with drama and what is it really doing for anyone? You know what I mean? Yeah. I just thought it was yeah, kind of refreshing. Was like a, no, it is refreshing and it's, it's really important for the franchise. Um, but like more importantly, like it's so you know amazing that Chelsea is able to open up about that. And like, especially on a show that has such a large like white audience and the show caters so much to pleasing their white middle American audience. Like it's just a huge step. Um, it's just a huge step to, um, to, you know, move forward with the show. Right. So why don't we get a, a little bit into the episode? Um, we, you know, Okay, so let's get a little bit into the episode. Uh, let's start off with everyone's favorite, Victoria. 
approaching least favorite victoria yeah approaching what seems to be everyone's new favorite katie because katie said you know so sarah leaves the episode continues where sarah leaves victoria says the trash took itself out katie is seemingly the only normal one at this point and she said something about She's not the only one who's standing up to victoria because i think that was that what was so huge about this conversation is first of all victoria is absolutely ridiculous she is so unkind and i and i'm finding it frustrating as a viewer the fact that that the producers i understand it's for drama purposes but you know later in the episode we see her using like really you know words that are often used to um, oppress women and their sexual endeavors and she's using those derogatory terms to talk about other girls in the house and it's getting to the point where with Victoria like I'm like why is this on TV I'm getting annoyed that that this is even being aired and that they're letting her you know I mean if you look at like you know Spencer and I were watching like the Bachelor in Paradise recaps and when those two guys on Paradise got in a huge physical fight obviously a physical threat is is different but at the same time victoria is being so hateful and unkind towards these women mm -hmm. to the point of like as a viewer i'm getting extremely frustrated that this is even on the tv and that producers are allowing her to continue to act this way i understand it's for drama purposes but it's like where is the line right I'm starting to get very upset by it and and just the words that she's using it's it's just so distasteful and and just ugly like in every single way and in this conversation with katie katie was like i'm not going to apologize like you're being unkind and talking about somebody who isn't even here what's the point of that right. and and victoria was like i'm not being toxic katie i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want <laughs> like she's she's disgusting she's disgusting and i don't even care if i'm saying that because like well she you is know what <laughs> she is and i understand like people can be edited certain way. I know that's like a big controversy within the Bachelor franchise about people who are edited a certain way and then they get hate comments and this and that. But there is no editing with this girl. She is straight up, the words are coming out of her mouth yeah. that are hateful and unkind. And You're there's right. no way you can really edit that. And I just think it's disgusting. And I'm getting like really sick of it. I just like, I'm like getting to the point where I just, I don't even enjoy seeing her on the screen anymore. It was funny in the beginning, whatever, but it's just getting annoying and like hateful and honestly offensive. Right. I was seeing things about, um, because there are other girls that are kind of being, uh, played out to be villains. Not, not so much so as Victoria, but you look at Serena C, you look at MJ starting to become someone that is becoming sort of toxic in the house. And a lot of people online are saying that they think it's mostly just product of the producers and, and the edit that they're getting. Um, but you're right because Victoria, almost any sentence that comes out of her mouth has to do with another girl or something that- It's unkind. Right. So that's not, that's not being portrayed by the producers to to kind of paint a villain when you don't need a villain. So for example, maybe Noah from The Bachelorette in the beginning, you know, maybe a little bit. But this is just straight yeah. up. It's like getting to the point where it's so painfully obvious that Matt wouldn't choose someone like Victoria because yeah. he just seems like a no bullshit kind of guy. And it's there's no way that she would still be here if there wasn't some sort of producer input. But why don't we 
why don't we move on from that? Um, we've talked about to Katie because she's literally right. amazing. She just was like, I am not going to apologize. I'm, if you're being a bitch, I'm going to call you like out on it. And Katie is the only one really who seems like she has a level head and a grip on these things. So that whole thing was frustrating. But again, Katie, and again, once again, we'll get to it later. But she then again, you know, stands up for the unkindness in the house with Matt. And I just think that she's amazing. And so quick side note, actually, a lot of people, my roommate and I were talking about this. Um, people are thinking Katie for Bachelorette. I think for a long time when she was like vibrator girl, it was like, oh my God, she's going to be so funny on Paradise. And it's like, no, people are seeing her in this light as like she stands up for what's right and she seems to be extremely mature. I think to be a Bachelorette though, she needs to be more of a fan favorite like like yeah. Atisha. And I think that um, with being, you know, being the bachelorette in addition to you know being a fan favorite people have to be invested in your love story with the lead so like even with hannah b you know she caused drama but people were invested in her and colton yeah you know people invested in tasha and colton you have to be invested romantically with you know the so-called or future bachelorette so that's my only like hesitation with katie for bachelorette just because we haven't really seen a lot of chemistry or really romance between her and matt at all um, but who knows? The sky's the limit. Matt wasn't even on the show before, so we'll see. Well, let me counterpoint you really quickly. I saw a tweet from Riley saying, someone give me her Twitter and Instagram handles. Like, I want to get to know this girl. So, yeah, I think that would, well, maybe I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to see. They'd be yeah, super I could real. See either. I, could, I could definitely see her continuing in the franchise for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean. But she's awesome. I'm so, yeah. I was like, so just another girl moment where she was just killing it mm -hmm. um but yeah just to move on so after that um we got uh the a group date um right yes no did we no no oh then yeah so we had to... the group date cocktail party with with chelsea getting the rose and then they moved on to the rose ceremony cocktail party which mm -hmm. is where the new girls came in right it's been teased all season. We finally got it. Five new cast members um, who were supposedly supposed to be in the first bunch of people, but for whatever reason, they probably just did it for drama. They came later. My question, actually, I'll, I'll save my question for a little bit. But so the five new girls come. Uh, I mean, the first girl gets out. I think it was... Ryan? No, no. The first girl that got out was um, the girl that kissed Matt. The very first girl. I thought it was Ryan, but yeah, Brit that was Brittany. Brittany, right. No, Ryan came after. But Brittany comes out, says, I want to make up for lost time, kisses Matt, goes into the house, and everyone's like, um, what the fuck did I miss? Then the other girls come, and we kind of saw it in The Bachelorette a little bit. Not, not to the same extreme that it is right now, but... There is definitely tension in the house between the new and the old. That was obviously seen between Noah uh, and Bennett. Um, but even they like, even like Spencer season, too. So they wanted to put it back in. What? They saw it worked last season. So right. They wanted to implement it again. Right. So, I mean, do you have anything to add there? It was just, yeah, if I definitely you think the there episode. was a lot of animosity between, you know, the, the new girls and the, and I, I honestly, like, was frustrated by that as well. I just thought that kind of, you know, not to talk about Katie again, but it's like, 
you know, she was like, okay, like, unfortunately, this is the reality of the situation. Yeah, it sucks. But like, are we just gonna be mean to these girls? Like, what the hell? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I just think that obviously, initially, the girls are going to be really upset and worked up. And I understand that I don't, I just don't agree with any of the meanness that was really, you know, put on these girls, they were just in the way it was edited, who knows what actually happened in real life. But there was just a lot of unkindness towards these girls that I really felt was unnecessary. Although, um, Brittany kind of made a comment when she came in about, you know, saving the best for last, but we saw that in the promo as its own clip, but I'm pretty sure that it was in response to somebody else. I think it was in response to Victoria. Yeah. So I think yeah. that she kind of just got back at her. Um, and we can talk about the whole Britney thing later, which I would really like to get to. But overall, I just, again, just didn't agree with really any of the meanness that was going on. Of course, that's what makes, you know, the show, the show. But um, I don't know, it was, it was just frustrating. I was like, why are you guys being mean to these girls? They didn't do anything to you. Like, it wasn't their choice that they were, you know, second bunch. Right. Um, but anyway, you know, we got Catalina, uh, Miss Puerto Rico. She, another pageant queen, her poor crown was stolen by queen victoria like once again i gasped just, like, when that the happened thing, the things that victoria are doing it's just but, so outlandish but like it's just so outlandish but like it was it was so absolutely meant to be that that girl walked in with the crown and everyone kind of just went uh-oh and then looked and focused yeah. all their that was so bad that was that it was, was so it bad. made me embarrassed i had secondhand embarrassment yeah and then we had Ryan come in. We saw her a lot in the promo, but there wasn't really much to her limo walk up. Mm -hmm. um, then we had Brittany. They made out, you know, she had made her entrance in the house, clearly. Um, who was the, oh, Kimberly, which we'll get to. Um, Is it bad? I don't uh, remember. Shout who. out Kim. Um, and then, uh, and then we had Michelle. Oh my God. Michelle, oh my Michelle, God. I Michelle, totally Michelle. forgot. Yeah, so Michelle came in. She we looked up her stats while we were still home. She's five nine. Stats. She's a former basketball player, D one, and she's a teacher. So even just by those criteria right there, she's athletic and she loves to work with kids and she's tall. She's just like Matt James. Like she I and then, you know, as we can get to it later, but they had a really great connection later in the episode. And a lot of people are like, all right, all right, game over. So yeah, they had a cute little limo walk up. Also, side note, uh, Spencer and I, I think we're together when this happened. But Matt James posted like many days prior to the episode happening. <laughs> it was a photo of him and Michelle that night when they met. And the caption was better than never. Mm hmm and with a heart but it was like just a photo of them and it was many days before the bachelor so everyone was like are you drunk people like, were like you know you on? can't do that right they were like you know you can't do that like i think you just spoiled it because you know then we see them have like such great chemistry and people are like oh so i don't know because usually when the bachelor posts you're supposed to do like multiple photos and like include yeah. many of the girls to really not give anything away I but like know. it was just it was just crazy so um, we see Michelle come in. They have really great chemistry as soon as they meet. And Matt even said later in the episode that like he just felt super calm around her. Also, just to kind of backtrack a little bit, Matt James's face when Chris was like, "We have more people coming in," he lo he literally looked unhappy about it. He was like, "What yeah. the fuck?" Like, well, he, I think he's just kind of I think just kind of like starting to come into his own, and this is just resetting. It was different 
for Tasha because she was new and the, the four new guys were new also. Yeah. But this just kind of kind of threw a wrench in, in the whole process. He looked like a deer in the headlights. Like literally yeah. he was I felt like, bad, honestly. Five. I did too. Poor thing. Um anyway, five new girls come in. There's a lot of animosity between the new girls and the um old girls, the quote varsity squad, which again, really unnecessary, MJ. Um, and yeah, so we, um, we move on to the rose ceremony of the evening. A lot of the girls are worried that they're going to lose, you know, their spot to one of the new girls. And we do see that happening. We saw a bunch of girls go home, but in all honesty, though, going into that night, Matt had to have an idea about who he was getting rid of, right? With that group of girls. Yeah, but I think, well, so we already there's some math. There's some math to be done because if five new girls come in, then how many had? I don't. I don't know. But so here, here's the thing. Like someone like Kayla, I think got the boot because he wants to know more about these four. Well, five, but you know, four girls that come. Someone like Kayla, but then someone like Kaylee, the lingerie girl. Yeah, I think she stood no chance. We were we were anticipating her her exit. I mean, how many um, people left? It was Kaylee. I think it was just Kayla, Kayla Kaylee, and, and Kimberly. Kim. Poor girl didn't even last ten minutes on the show. She was so oh, she looked man. so fun and so cute. I thought her dress was super fun and colorful. But yeah, I just like imagine just, uh, you were in quarantine for two whole weeks and you got there and they're like we hate you and then he's like nah and he, poor girl was like it was nice to meet you yeah <laughs> every um, and kaylee was like you'll find someone in this room like what everyone else says and kim was like uh all right nice like see ya yeah i felt really bad for her i think it may have been a conversation about her cats or her dog or something yeah i'm not i'm not sure he was he was just kind of like oh, oh yeah i don't know but <laughs> You know, poor, poor Kim, but hope, hope you're doing well. Um, if you're yeah, bored, it was just, come yeah, on, if you're bored, hit us up. But, um, but yeah, it was a good rose ceremony. We saw some of the OG girls go, but nothing, it was nothing too emotional in my opinion. Yeah, no, um, not, we're not at that stage yet, for sure. Yeah. And then we had um, another group date after this, um, mm-hmm. which included some of the new girls, um, which again, the old girls were not happy about the fact that these girls got dates, but it's like, okay, they're in the house now. Deal with it. Like it right. was kind of annoying. And Ben um, Higgins. I was just getting to that. Yeah. Ben Higgins made an appearance on this date. Everybody was so excited. My roommate and I were talking about how we probably think that Ben Higgins is going to take over for Chris Harrison one day. He's really just like a well-known face in the franchise and people just absolutely love him. Hmm. So with this date, um, we got, fall vibes jumping the leaf piles squirrels the whole yeah. thing pumpkins it was you know i mean take it away i'm one as you've heard the last four episodes to criticize a date this one is one of the most creative ones i've seen in a very long time 1000 pound pumpkins i loved this date and the only thing i was thinking the entire time was how much i was going to talk about how much i loved it because everything else has been boring, played out, dumb, 
this was dumb, but it was creative and it was fun. And I just spit yeah. on myself. It was, it was really, it was a fun date. The girls got in, um, like, first they had to row across the lake in these huge pumpkins, and I thought that was so funny. Poor Maggie got um Oh, she just got stuck. stuck. She just got stuck. Yeah. Um, okay. But it was, that was super fun and creative, and then they had to get into these squirrel costumes, and it was just a whole thing. How about um, underrated moment is when Anna was like, I found Brittany's acorn, and I hit it. Yeah, what? We'll get to Anna later. Wait, and then who was the girl that was like, yeah, I used to do crew, so that's why I was paddling so fast. I don't remember that, but that was, that's a good, that's a good, like, good thing you remembered that, because I did not. Um, good thing. But yeah, overall, I really enjoyed the date. Like, I thought it was just a fun, creative date. It was just funny to see the girls in squirrel costumes. That was just... Just a crazy moment, um, especially Victoria. In I was just going to say, I'm surprised she didn't, I'm surprised they didn't give her a squirrel costume with her bra showing. Yeah, literally. I'm surprised that her bra wasn't showing in this date. Um, but anyway, it was great. Really enjoyed it. We saw Mari be victorious once again. Um, she's just killing it in these like games on The Bachelor. True, um, true. And so, but they were like special prize for the winner. What did she get? Yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> she got a trophy in the shape of an acorn. Not extra time with Matt. Not anything like that. She got a trophy. It's kind of lit, though. It's kind of sick. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, but over. She got her nut. Oh my god, Spencer! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> there was no need. There was no need. Okay. Um, but yeah. So the date was good, and then we moved towards the dinner portion of the date um which you know once again girls were being unkind to each other mostly i think britney was the problem i don't even remember i don't know everything kind of mixed into itself this episode but why don't we just save ourselves a little bit of time and just say that brie ended up getting the rose from the group mm -hmm. date um I'm so I don't know that because I am still I'm still team yeah player. I don't know I can't really decide yet I feel like it's still a little bit early just because like well, I don't know it feels like it feels like, like Abig it feels like Abigail is kind of falling off a little bit yeah she needs more airtime yeah for sure um, um so then we move on to our one-on-one -on -one for the episode mm -hmm. who could it be who could it be it's Michelle, and everybody was pissed about it. I know, but I feel bad for Michelle because she's clearly unproblematic. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see go on a cute episode. What? Because I think that there was like promo of her like standing up for the girls, but like good for her. Well, she but was like crying, so yeah. someone made her feel bad somehow. Um, they had a cute date. My favorite part was when they were like, "How many kids do you want?" Let's say it on three, and then they both said three at the same time. Yeah, and it was clear that Matt is, like, super into her. Yeah, definitely, because, like... People said that it was the first moment where they could really see, like, true, genuine chemistry. Not just, like, I'm on The Bachelor, I, I have butterflies. I would agree with that. I think Brie is, you know, pretty close to that. I would say Abigail, sort of. Uh, but I would say definitely Michelle had the most organic chemistry that uh you know just came 
and, and and she lost a lot of time so it's not like she even had the pleasantries of of knowing about his family no you know anything yeah for sure um hot air balloon what a fun you know date cute um and they had a cute dinner date they had this like weird car garage dinner thing. yeah um and they had another oh no i didn't and it was uh it was Matt's car and then it was Zach's car from him and Tasha's proposal and them in like the taxi. And it was like, this is the best you could do. Yeah. The budget's definitely higher for this season, but, um, right. but it was, uh, it was definitely good. And they similarly, you know, had a really deep conversation about what the COVID pandemic has done for education. Cause Michelle's a teacher and it's just been kind of a, you know, crazy, uh you know it was it was it was a good conversation and and i think again it's good that these things are happening on the show and um, right. becoming more um, mainstream so i think that it was great and it was really nice to see her open up about that overall 10 out of 10 in my opinion yeah i agree um then i, I don't want to skip but the next date made me once again angry about the choice of date um, they do, do you have this any... every season. They do this every season. Uh, it's just so played out, Kenley. Yeah. So if you don't know what we're talking about, you ha- you maybe missed the episode this week, but I doubt it. Um, you know, they say let's. I think the day card was like let's fight for Matt's love, and everyone's like, oh, what could it be? I hope we're not beating each other up. Lo and behold, uh, <laughs> like they beat the shit out of each other. It was done last season. It's done. Oh, it was done, did it's it done on every season. Peter season. They did it with the pillow fight. Um, Hannah B season. I can't remember, they did, like, but the, I, um, the Scottish. They like well, fought in like. That was just rugby. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. But anyway, it, it's, it's been done. It, it, it's been done. It's been done. So, as your old residential date hater, this gets like I don't know a two out of ten because they didn't even finish the date. Matt said to stop it early because people were getting hurt. And what did you expect? What did you expect? People exactly. Hurt. Channeling Claire at the roast. What did you expect? That they everyone wasn't gonna come after Dale? Yeah. So, 100%. Um, yeah. And and so one thing of note that I thought was really interesting was that they didn't put any of the new girls on this date and i think it was serena that said it maybe but uh it was yeah it was one of those two i don't remember but they said that if there had been a new girl or a few new girls then tensions would have been higher and it would have been easier to get riled up but i feel like everyone all the old girls are are pretty good friends with each other at this point so it was kind of hard to to get that like fighting spark which is weird to say yeah, but they were all into it. They were freaking beating each other. Yeah. It was crazy. You got a Wells appearance. Always good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Awesome. Yeah. But I just think that that was kind of it. Like, I just think that yeah. it was, this, this date is kind of overplayed. Obviously, I like, enjoyed it. Like, it wasn't amazing or anything. I was just like, oh, another boxing date. I could have so done studio audience that is literally just the rest of the cast. Like, oh, I've never seen this before. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so poor Serena P had her nose, you know, injured. Yeah, um, no got ambulance, for sure. 
No ambulance though, so that's good. When I'm wondering when that's coming. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. And uh, yeah, that was that was the boxing date, and then they moved on to the cocktail party, which I I think then when the drama between the girls and Brittany. Yeah. Or not Brittany. Brittany wasn't there. We're going to have to circle back because I want to talk about Anna and Victoria and the whole escort thing. Um, that was at the other group date cocktail party that I want to circle back to. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was because Brittany wasn't on that date. So she wouldn't have been at the cocktail party. You're right. Yeah. So, so this cocktail party was um, the old girls. And I think this is when Katie, like there was just un more unkindness going around in the house. Um, I mean, in the cocktail party about, you know, the new girls, blah, 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 the varsity squad, like just unkindness. Um, and really creative roast, though, I will say varsity squad, kind of funny. It was subpar, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, we see the girls just kind of get nasty. And like even some of the other girls like Piper and Serena P were like, oh, my God, he he even these these comments weren't super nice. He he he. And they, it just yeah. seems so like high school, like I like being mean. And I was like, yeah. why are you doing this? This well, is even, like a bad look for you. Even our queen Chelsea was like. I know she even made like. But that's like an editor's cut. Else. You know what I mean? Like all she was doing was laughing and she could have been laughing at a knock knock joke. And they they put it so that it looked like she was laughing at what the girls were saying. Yeah, 100%. No, we stand Maggie. I just threw up a heart with my hands. She, she's our unproblematic queen. She is. Um, but the, but the, you know, the unkindness kind of got to a point. I'll just quickly touch on it where yeah, yeah, Katie was like, okay, you guys, like, there's no point in doing this. We have to welcome these girls into the house. There's no point in being unkind. And the girls kind of ganged up on Katie being like, well, it's just annoying that they're here and blah, blah, blah. And I can do this and I can do that. And Katie took it upon herself to go talk to Matt which is where the episode ended. Uh, we're gonna circle back just to one other thing before we wrap things up, but um, that's where the episode ended and Katie said things, you know, there are rumors going around in the house about girls that are extremely unkind and even some that could like ruin their life. Um, and which I'm gonna talk about, but yeah, it was just, it was once again, Katie stepping up to the plates, standing up for the, un like standing, up against the unkindness in the house. She's just like every episode is getting better. I'm, I'm so excited to see what comes for next week. So um, any other thoughts on that, Spen, or before I move forward? No, I just, un unfortunately, I wouldn't be surprised to see Katie go soon just because she's kind of mediating and trying to get rid of the drama. And I wouldn't be surprised if you know, someone was kind of in Matt's ear being, being like, let's, uh, let's put, let's put Katie away just because they're trying to keep the drama. But I mean, we're in episode, what, five, four, four. And this is more drama than Tasha's season probably doubled. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, and I also think unfortunately Kate, as far as we've seen, just doesn't have a super strong like romantic connection with Matt. So I think that that's also could be a reason for like the producers yeah. to be like, well, do you really feel strongly about her? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So um, I could definitely see that happening. Um, but just to kind of circle back to the whole rumors thing that Katie was bringing up, this was this has been teased all season um, about a girl in the house being an escort. The word escort is used. And 
I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant with this. Spencer and I have talked about this. Number one, that's a huge allegation to make about somebody. And Anna did it in front of everyone in the ha- everyone on the date. She did not pull Brittany aside and say, hey, I heard this about you. Can yeah. you confirm it's true? It was- she said it in front of the entire group date. Off of pure speculation, too, because I think they're both from Chicago, right? Yeah, but it's so funny because I'm like, oh, you're both from Chicago? Chicago's a huge city. Yeah. Oh, really? You know each other? Like, Yeah, she was like, I think I've seen her. And even just the way that that Anna brought it up, she was like, people warn me about this girl. Like, literally, like, she entertains men for money. And, like, the way she was talking, I was getting so upset. It was like high school petty bitch meanness. Like it was just so frustrating. And so number one, huge allegation to make. Number two, there is absolutely nothing wrong with sex work. People should not be shamed for sex work, okay? There's nothing wrong with being an escort. There's nothing wrong with taking, with, with that career path. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it unless the person's in a dangerous situation and it's not consensual. If everything's consensual, it is, completely fine and women choose to do that um and and as somebody mentioned sometimes wealthy men want to pay women just to go out to dinner just to text like people will pay you for that type of thing and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it and number three i saw this in a tweet you know some people are more private about that because there is definitely a stigma around being an escort being you know texting whatever or or sex work um you know it is can be a very private thing that people do privately or it can be something that they're open about once again circling back to the fact that anna said that complete even if Brittany was i don't think that she she is or who knows but she could have wanted to be private about that and now it's all over national television right of course there are there are risks you take when you go on the show you know people can find things on you the internet is endless but once again just showing that problem with anna with the fact that she said that it is just it was just so inappropriate and in my opinion so disgusting of her to do that in front of everybody so immature and like i said even if britney was a sex worker who cares it's none of your business and it's her life so get the hell out of it and stop shaming her like that is so frustrating for me and the next point that i'm going to make about that so sorry i keep talking about this but i don't really care well guess what it's our podcast the way that victoria i guess i mentioned in the beginning <sighs> of the episode she used words like slut she combined some of the words or yeah some those words are often used to oppress women and they're often used in a derogatory sense to oppress women and their sexual endeavors okay and their sexual choices and their sexuality clearly victoria meant it in an un, in an unkind way she was not using it in a way to take back the word to use it in an empowering way she was clearly using it to be derogatory towards Brittany, towards sex work towards it being an escort that to me as a viewer was extremely frustrating that the producers are allowing victoria to say these things and continue as a contestant on the show it is just so inappropriate it is so immature and it is so it is disgusting because 
we've been praising the show, we've been praising these contestants for opening up about Black Lives Matter, about talking about race on the show, having these huge mon monumental conversations, and then you have an idiot over there ta shaming women for their sexuality and for sex work and escort and et cetera, et cetera. So it just discredits, I mean, it doesn't discredit it. it no, it no. It's frustrating that we're, we're trying to move forward as a franchise and have important conversations and then it's just so much of it is brought back to like the stupid drama. Obviously, the show is dramatic. There no, but you're, drama, you're but, right. But it's so frustrating because you're you're making progress in that way, but you're fine with talking about sex shaming. It's it's like, it's one step forward, two steps back because at the same time, Black Lives Matter and things that Michelle and Matt talked about and things that Tasha and Ivan talked about. And, and those are just the two that come to mind right now. They, there were plenty of conversations um, like that throughout the, the last, this season and, and last season, but it gets the same amount of airtime. Michelle, I would love to have timed Michelle and Matt's conversation about what they talked about and the conversation between Victoria and Anna and what they talked about and see who got longer runtime because in when you when you put those things in the show, it's almost like you're saying that they matter the same amount. You know, you know what I mean. And yeah. for them, you're right. For that, for the producers, it's like they're picking to, and choosing. This is one of my biggest pet. Right. You know how many hours and hours media? of film they have. Well, that this, they well, this is what from? I'm saying. This is one of my biggest pet peeves in life on social media with everything that's been happening in the past year with social, you know, justice and everything. So many people pick and choose what they want to be woke about. Okay, so the show's like, let's be woke about race and satisfy the people who think that we're not diverse and blah, blah, blah. Let's answer that call, you know? Of course, that's important and that's been a huge issue in the franchise and that should be given as much attention as it is. Um, but it's, it's like, you can't just pick and choose to be woke about racism and social injustice and Black Lives Matter, but then be like, so that means you also need to be woke about women's empowerment, women's sexuality, and not slut-shaming people. Like, Victoria was outwardly slut-shamed. I mean, or she was slut-shaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And we've also seen that. We've seen that in the show. Slut-shaming has been a huge issue. Mm -hmm. And it's disgusting. And it's, um, it's been done by leads to the contestants. It's been done between contestants, slut-shaming. That needs to end on the show. And it's frustrating as a viewer. Um, to see that and that's my like I was just extremely frustrated by that and it makes me want to make a petition to get Victoria off the show because the fact that they'll take I think, two, I think... two guys on the beach were physically fighting but they won't get rid of this contestant who is slut shaming somebody outwardly and explicitly in a derogatory way they'll keep her but they'll get rid of you know what I mean like it's just it's so it's so too sad. I don't know. It's just so frustrating. I would like to put in my formal um, prediction that we are nearing the end of Victoria's time. Yeah, I hope. I so, think I think I, they I have. I think they've put up with her so long at this point. And you go on any Bachelor Instagram post and you look at the comments because they're all about Victoria. And how trashy and not she for nothing, the show. Well, but, 100%. And 
and and not for nothing but anna she is group we talked about this last episode she is grouping herself with right. victoria the well it's like a it's like a the last way she's bringing down other women it's disgusting it it seems as though anna's doing it as a buzzer beater sort of effort where she knows she stands no chance um so she may as well make herself memorable um but i really wouldn't be surprised if 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 this is the last episode we see Victoria in this upcoming Monday, um, I, ha- I I mean I haven't seen any spoilers, nothing that would ruin this show, <laughs> but um, I I really have a feeling that we're seeing the end of her, which which would be good. But then you get rid of Victoria, and it's like you're kind of peeling back the layers because then we're seeing MJ become more toxic, Serena's becoming more toxic. Um, you know, what kind of dynamic are you going to have in the house where you have the nicer girls, Serena P, um, Abigail, you know, whatever, whoever I'm forgetting. And then there's going to become another rivalry. I I don't know. I'm kind of rambling at this point, but. No, I, I, I definitely agree. I think that it's definitely just creating like an unpleasant environment in the house. And that's what Katie's been talking about. And yeah, I'm really hoping that we see the end of Victoria soon. And quite frankly, this, the end of Anna, because she's been last at almost every single rose ceremony, like towards the end. And yeah. it's time for her to go because she has no connection with Matt and she's just wreaking havoc at this point. Right. You're right. So why don't we move on just to, to wrap up quickly? We'll talk about, we'll give out, let's give out our roses. And then I want to save, I, I would like to go second because there's something we definitely we need to about. speak about. Yeah. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm pretty sure that I've made it clear at this point who I'm really just feeling on this on this, you know, season of The Bachelor. I absolutely love her. I've mentioned it many, many times. I am excited, delighted and joyous and excited oh wait you already said way to interrupt me i'm excited to give my rose to katie once again pretty sure i gave it to her last week once again she is just killing it once again i'm really hoping that she continues on the show um and i and, and within the franchise because I just love her and I followed her on Instagram the other day we've made it official um, <laughs> so my rose for this episode goes to Katie nice 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 now my rose similar to yours is someone that I have expressed my I don't know what excitement? the right right excitement right that would be uh, I don't know kind of a weird word whatever but I We'll give my rose this week to Maggie once again. We saw a lo- not a lot, but more than we usually see of her. Um, stuck in the water. They had a funny clip where everyone was kind of done with the race and like talking to Matt and they showed her still in the water, um, not really knowing how to, how to navigate the pumpkin. Um, and then we have to talk about the credits scene. Um, terrifying um I, I, i'm i'm at a loss of words because he gets a rose specifically 
She gets an extra extra rose. She put up with it. She put up with his shit. That that's there's no other you know way around. Though, it was so funny with the way they set it up. It was like this is a judgment-free zone. That poor girl, her face, she was like, oh my god, what is going on? I'm just gonna keep smiling because I'm gonna be nice to Matt because I want to date him. Like, I also think she, I don't think she stands much of a chance after this episode either. I think they have a nice connection. I just don't think we've seen a lot of it. I know. I love her so much. I just really, really put up with what was some TikTok dancing without any music. The fact that it was without music. And the right? fact that everyone watching was like, oh, that's a TikTok dance. Mm-hmm. I said that out loud. Yeah. It just, uh, it was almost as if she was babysitting. She was just trying to cheer him on. And honestly, she like, like, she was like, I love just, dancing. Show me your move. And he was like, oh, you want me to do it by myself? She's like, sure, just show me. And then they, he was doing it and they cut to her and she just kind of smiled with like a, with like blank eyes and was like, good. Yeah. So Poor for thing. that, she's such a trooper. Trooper indeed. So for that, Maggie, we thank you, and we love you. Do you have anything else to add? Nope. All right. All well, thank thankfully no technological difficulties on our first Zoom episode. You can find us at Batshit Crazy Podcast on Instagram, and. Maybe even a little, little Twitter coming soon. Maybe some li- get some live tweets out there. But uh, for, for Spencer and Kenley, for Kenley and Spencer, that'll do it for this episode. Make sure you come back next Thursday and follow us on all of the socials. Have a good one.